All right, here we go. We've made our choices in our World Cup draft. Gas and Puck back with you from the uh, Carter Volkswagen studio. First place on the line here, whoever has the best result out of the three of us, Gas, myself, and Feldsey. First place is a tickets for two in the 950 KJR Suite for a Sounders match against New York FC. How about that? That'll be a fun night. Anytime you're in a suite for any reason, you're going to have a fun night. July 29th, a second place going to get a foursome at Premier Golf. Your choice of the 12 great courses around the area. And the third place prize, which is actually could be our first place prize, mm-hmm. is 25 bucks to Georgetown Brewer. So there we go. So we need uh, three callers. Uh, first one up, first one in is going to have their first choice. Then the second call is going to have the, the second choice. And the third, well, you're left with the, the leftovers. It would be funny if when this ends, we let the winner pick the prize. What would you pick? Would you pick a, a night at a Sounders game in a suite? Would you pick a day of golf for you and three friends? Or would you say, you know what? I, I want the beer. That's what I, like I want. How you, I like how you operate. That might be a fun way to you say, look, we're not going to force a prize on you. When whoever the winner is comes on, so you get your pick of three great prize packages. You know here. what? I actually like that idea. That's not, a bad, that? that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Felty, who is the first one in? Who's the, who, who called in first? Of the Craig. Three? Craig's the first one in? All right, let me go over the choices one more time. Uh, Feltz went with uh, Germany, Spain, and England. Mm-hmm. Gas went with Brazil, uh, Belgium, and Uruguay. And I went with Argentina, France, and Portugal. Craig joins us from Woodenville, uh, which is the home of the one of the last, I think the last original, Dairy Queen. The one with the, the, the Dairy Queen that's got like the shingles right, on it. Yeah, Looks yeah, like a Dairy yeah, Queen. Yeah, okay. Not a Dairy Queen that's like tied with a KFC. Or that's been rebuilt or yeah. remodeled or whatever. Yeah. All right, Craig. Who are you going to go with, Craig, in the World Cup draft? You have the first overall selection. Who would you like? I'm going to go with the homeland and go with Jackson. That's right. Hey, That's right. right. Smart pick. Oh, Craig's right. going to go with Jackson. You have all his information. Can I just drop yes, him? Yes, I, I do have his information. Because I want to drop him. There's no one else I want to drop more in my I, life than Craig. Piss off, pick. Craig. i got I got to say, Feltsy turning that whole snake thing around and getting both Germany us. and Spain was brilliant us. maneuvering on his part. Brilliant. no, no different idea what, what the snake about. draft brilliant. is. No, no, it's different. not. He, he got you to take Argentina. He suckered right. you into that pick. Whatever. And then he's got Germany and Spain just a Powerhouse one two. Who's number two? Is it Billy? Billy, Billy. Uh, Billy is in Redmond. All right, Billy, you have the second pick. Who do you want to take? You want to take myself or Gas? I'll go with the Gas man. Another smart pick. All right, now we're getting somewhere. You know what I want to do? I've always wanted to do this, Billy. I'm going to drop you. That's it, Billy. You're gone. See you later, Billy. See you later, pal. But way to go. Way to go. And actually, this works out well because you know who's (laughs) the third caller? Who? Mike and Ballard. Is that right? Mike, you and I were kindred spirits. We live in the great neighborhood of Ballard where apparently robberies and home invasions are a thing now. You can't go a night without the police in our neighborhood now with a home invasion. Uh, Mike, you're stuck with me, but that's okay, Mike. We have Argentina, France, and Portugal. How do you like our team there, Mike? I like it. You know, I'm a, I'm a big Germany fan, but you know what? Of course you are. I like the Ballard connection here. I feel good about yeah, it. Yeah, I do feel good about it. All right, Mike, appreciate it. There he is. All right, so Mike, so I have Mike. Mm-hmm. Craig's got Jackson, mm-hmm. and Billy's got you. How about that? How about and my, uh, Billy and I are on Brazil because we got kind of a tough break in Jackson's weird Do little I really snake have a draft bad team? where yes. I got to pick Why like ninth team, and twelfth. You went with France with your second pick. Well, what's wrong with France? Belgium is a much better bet than France, who just draw with the United States in France. By the way, hey, can I ask a question? Sure. Why did France have the fourth best overall odds to win it? Then a lot of people think the French can win. 
A lot of people do, but they just did not show up against the United States. And as a team, they should they should have dominated. Yeah, Jackson's not one of those people who thinks France can win. No. Did did France have their whole team against yes, the U.S.? They yeah, all their number one players. Yeah, France should you, shocking. I would say two things about this puck. You cannot make an excuse for France not winning that. It yeah. also, in my opinion, will have zero bearing yeah. on what happens in the World you Cup. Think? I'll remind you that the wow. uh, Soviet hockey team two yeah. weeks before the Thank Olympic you. tournament started in 1980 beat the U.S. Oh. team. Something like ten to two at Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. in what was an exhibition game. What do you? What do you <laughs> suck it right there, what do you, you see these two? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, they're not number one. <laughs> what do you make of the uh, one of the top defenders of France getting injured in that United States game? Uh, is that Zinedine? Uh, no. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. Hey, injuries go, bring. Look, all I do is go off what Vegas tells me. What happened when the Mariners' best defender got injured? Yeah, or or not best defender, but one of their, their big. Yeah, what happened when Cano got hurt? You know, how old know. were you in '95 when King Griffey Jr. broke his wrist? What happened? Yeah. Years what happened? Huh? All I'm saying is that you remember Doug do, Strange? Things don't bode well for France after what just happened. You know hey. what? I am going to celebrate. I'm going to march in here with a. Goddamn beret and a baguette. <laughs> if France, France does, wins the whole right, damn right, lunch, thing, lunch bet, lunch bet. If if Spain does better than France in this tournament, then, I'm, then when France yeah. wins, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a baguette uh-huh. and I'm going to beat you over the head with it. That's you're, nice. You're I like a that. Separate bet here. Separate lunch bet. What, do you, what does he get to do to you if they don't? Because I'm really rooting for for. I'm going to come back down. <laughs> For that show in July, I'll be here for the whole thing. Averill just have to get out of the way I've for me. I never wanted to pull for France more yeah. than now with the World Cup. The French aren't all bad. No, it's perfect because I have, built the Statue I, of Liberty, Jackson. That's nice. I have England too, so it's so it's just uh, the perfect the rivalry. And their bad food and bad dental work. Mm, Danny that's Jackson, right. them. I got Danny Jackson, Arlo on my side. Well, there's a reason why we 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 moved on from them. Hey, right? Can can we separated ourselves? That's right. Can I can Harry I tell Kane. you since we're into a thing of, of of we're kind of taking shots at Jackson? Can I tell you a story that I <laughs> think, go back to Shocky? No, I think you're going to laugh. I think you're going to like this story. It'll, I'll be brief. Okay. I'm coming down to work today. And Renee and I are driving in together. Okay. And we're coming down 15th, which is just a disaster anymore. Oh, I mean, it's, it's 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 ridiculous. And we're driving along, a lot of traffic and a lot of thing. And I'm all right. And she's going to drop me off here. So I'm, right, well, I'm going to go through the stoplight and then we'll pull in. And then okay, great. And I see over in the bus lane, there's a bus. And it's uh, it's stopped, and there's not a bus stopped. And I'm like, I wonder why that bus is stopped. And I look, it's, it's 8.58, and I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it's still two minutes before you're allowed to park in the bus lane. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I wonder, oh, look at that. Some, there's, and I'm like, oh, my God. It's it's the white it's the white Audi. I'm like, oh my god! It's the woman in the white Audi is parked in front of the bus and is blocking and and everybody's upset and the bus is trying to get back into the lane. I'm like, this is unbelievable. We're seeing, and then I see it's not the woman in the white Audi. It's Jackson Feltz he's, at eight fifty eight parking in the nine violator. o'clock zone. Major violation. There was not a bus behind me. There was two cars behind no, me. No, there was a bus. There was a big uh, uh, like shuttle bus. The guy's he's waving and he's trying to get Turn into. In. I had yeah. to let him into my no, lane. Not going to help yeah, your case. Not going to help your case. All being rear-ended. I, I laughed. <laughs> I'm like, well, at some point today, this story will have to come out because I'm thinking I thought we were all playing by the rules there, and I'm like, it's eight fifty eight still. He and, is. A, he is. Yeah, and I, he's not. He's not. He's not unlike. 
anyone else that parks on that street. Yeah. He's a major violator. He parks there well before 9 o'clock. I do. Yeah. I, and I, so do I. I yeah. Yeah. yeah, It was it was two got, minutes before. I wouldn't say well, but two no, minutes. No, but I was there about 56, I think, today. Well, sometimes. Wow. Well, well, you got out of the car at 58. What were you doing I, for two minutes? I wait and to make sure that no cops pull up and Blocks say, hey, you buses. can't park here. Getting the wrath of bus drivers There's is what you were some doing. Some people are eh. 10 minutes in there. I've seen people, 850, they're parked yeah. in there, leaving. I'll see you later. Yeah, there you go. At least I was close to the sign. I didn't leave 510. I will say you're right up against the sign. I like that. A major golf challenge is back. Go to sportsradiokjr.com. Sign up for the major golf challenge, U.S. Open Edition. You're going to pick uh, nine golfers in nine different categories. It's simple. It's easy. A grand prize is uh, is a two rounds of golf for two. And uh, one night stay at the uh, stay and play at Gamble Sands. The second place prize is two rounds of golf for two and one night stay at Simiamu Golf Resort up there in uh, Bellingham. It's all brought to you by Boeing Classic, Gamble Sands, and Simiamu. So go to sportsradiokjr.com. Sign up. You got to do it before the U.S. Open. It starts on Thursday. Uh, pick your golfers and you can win a prize packages to Gamble Sands at also Simiamu Golf Resort. Uh, that's a hell of a deal. Hell of a deal right there. SportsRadioKJR.com, the Major Golf Challenge, U.S. Open Edition. Emmy Award-winning broadcaster Brad Adam will join us next from Root Sports. It's time for our weekly conversation with Root Sports' Brad Adam. Brought to you by John Howie Steak, when nothing but the best will do. Now with Brad Adam, here's Puck and the Guest Man. Oh, our weekly visit brought to you by John Howie Steak, when nothing but the best will do. Remember, 50 bucks to John Howie Steak at 12.30. We will uh, ask you a question, listeners. You better have the correct answer. Mm-hmm. Something that Brad said. For the first time ever. We introduce our next guest, joining us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, Emmy Award winner, Brad Adam from Root Sports. Thank you guys. Wow. Never thought I'd hear that, huh? Never thought that. Now, you weren't you weren't there. You were not at the right. Emmys. So here we go. I'll, I'll, I'll do it, and you're going to come up on stage. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our 2018 Emmy for Best Sports Anchor is... Oh, Jesus. I guess we can't give it to Sylvie again. Uh, Brad Adam from Root Sports. Finally. All right. Now, now you're on the podium, so give your uh, acceptance speech. Oh, I've got to thank Root Sports for uh, keeping me employed all these years, for gas and puck, for kind of raising my um, uh, credibility, and I guess, and kind of uh, conscious awareness here in Seattle. I want to thank my wife for putting up with me in the schedule, raising the girls while I'm gone, golfing and, and hanging out on the road. Um, Angie, my work wife, you were nominated as well. You were deserving, but apparently not that deserving. <laughs> nice. Um, Good shot there. I got to get a little shot there. Uh, shot. For my fellow competitors, um, you know, uh, you all were, I mean, everybody was well-deserving, but this year, the judges were Mariners fans, and, and I appreciate that. And um, I have another word for work, uh, renegotiation. Let's start that now. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm, writing an, I'm drafting an email right now, sending it out. I'll, uh, I'm actually I'm copying Earl Thomas's message, and I'm just going to put my name in there. There you go. And, um, yeah, yeah. 
I we think have, you're the we have some piano music. Can we play yeah. them off? Yeah, play. Yeah, it's, yeah, you, play me off. yeah. and you're the first ever, I think, to win an award where you you you've gone up to to the stage and asked for a new contract. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, hang on. I'm Immediately, a, I'll be back participating in the interview in a minute. I'm going to purchase some tickets to the 2019 Emmys because with scintillating stuff like that, I want to be in the crowd yeah. next year. I <laughs> I want to be right there watching. Well, this someone thing. had to take down like it's like Sylvie Levine and Egan that win it every year. So God, someone yeah. else. Won. Great. It, it's nice, I guess, to have some new blood. But those guys are great, obviously, and, and they—they're yeah. in it every year. I mean, they've got a, a well, well-rounded uh, sports reel. You know, I was kind of fortunate that there was some stuff that I could add other than just Mariners. But um, you know, a, a total shock because, like you said, those guys win every year. You know, with Egan and the, the Olympics. I mean, that right. tape looks really good every dang year. That's what no tape? What tape? I can't did compete you... with that. Yeah, but, but wait a minute—it can't be a total shock. You were nominated. Yeah. I always, I'm always. Whenever a guy, whenever somebody wins an award, they go, "I'm totally shocked." It's like you were nom. Did you not know you were nominated? Why are you even in the audience then? I mean, yeah, come on, it can't be that shocking. I'll tell you you why I shocked because the first time I went to the Emmys three years ago, my first time nominated, Mm -hmm. I went and my category got there. It was for a sports story, Uh and they put up all the nominees on the big screen, right? And my name was not on there. Okay, (laughs) so I looked. I looked to my wife on the table and I said. I said, guys, I don't think I'm winning we're, this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we don't have time to mention all the other nominees, so let's just get to the winner. We don't have time, yeah. So here are the nominees, and the winner is some. So I later had to accept an award for Root Sports for, like, uh, I don't know, Big Sky or Mariners programming. And I go backstage, <laughs> and, I, and I asked one of the ladies, and I said, hey, you know, just a couple of categories ago, my name wasn't on the, the, the nominee list. And she looked at me, and she said, are you sure you were nominated? Oh, that's awesome. That is no. fantastic. I put on a tie just to crash the party and hope. I made yeah, it up. Nominated. So then she says, wow, that's never happened before. Uh-huh. And just turns around and leaves. I'm like, well, okay. So uh, that was my last experience with the Emmy. So I've not been since. Wow. <laughs> I was a little surprised. I see. Now I get it. So there's a blood feud yeah. here between you and the Emmys. Yeah. Are you sure it was a woman right. who was organizing it, or was it Sylvie in a dress? And he's, you know, using oh, using his Sylvie. power to to run the backstage area as well. Sylvie's like the oh. Yankees gas. He wins almost every year. Yeah. Out of control. That's right. what I mean. So he yeah. was organizing it then. He, he controls know. it. Yeah, good point. Yeah, well. I didn't think of that how, one, but how, no surprise. It was cool that, that Angie got to accept it for me, because I'm sure... You know, after a few cocktails, her her speech was good, so oh, that I was heard. cool. I did did it was, she? I heard it was over the line. Has Angie won an Emmy? Um, you know, I don't believe so. We, we tend not. Uh, just the last couple of years, we've um, sent sent in entries, so I don't mm-hmm. think so. So she probably accepted so. it with no small amount of bitterness that I bet she couldn't contain. That, that she did. That not only are you not there to accept your own <laughs> award, she's got to accept it and face the fact that she didn't win. And she still got it too, so yeah, yeah. I'm not a touchy subject. I'm I'm not pushing for it, but you know, eventually I need to say, hey, you know, where's that trophy that remember that you got for me? <laughs> so, yeah. So how does it work? You send in like a, a couple minute, like a, a two three minute reel of you doing a like a pregame or something. I would assume that you probably sent in. If you're going to send in any video, Brad, of mm-hmm. you doing work, I think there's only one video that you should ever send in for something like this. Okay. Okay. Because you and I, you and I have to do it every year, and I think that there's no better piece. You know where I'm going with it. Yes, I do. I don't think there's there's no better piece of journalism in this city that when a TV or radio broadcaster 
gets to sit down with the dairy farmers of Washington Queen at one of the WIA championships and do your halftime interview. It's the ambassadors. They're oh, the, no longer princesses. That's the right, dairy ambassador. ambassadors. That's right. Sorry. Come on, Pop. And talk Step to them a little the bit about the, Yeah, talk about dairy farmers and kind of their their goals and how uh, you know milk is good for the kids and chocolate milk and growing up on a farm and you know uh, milk cow. Well, I got into milking cows one time. I had to fill some time and I remember yeah. that. Uh, it's uh, it's awesome. No, <laughs> so I, I had to put I'm... in some. Tacoma Dome action there. I think you're right. I think it's about a about a ten minute reel, and you you kind of throw in a couple of um, you know some some desk work. I think I think oh. I, I included part of the Edgar Martinez um, Mariners Hall of Fame induction, uh, something from that. Mm-hmm. A couple shows, uh, some basketball, some some maybe Big Sky football that I've done. Um, but yeah, the ambassador interview that that lives. Yeah, you, uh, on any tape that I've got. <laughs> you have done it all. Is there is there any chance that Angie's listening to this today? Is there any chance? Oh. Small, 1%? Oh, absolutely. Sure. Because what I would like to request of her, and I've, I don't ask much of Angie, uh, but uh, but I would love her to take a picture of your Emmy as a doorstop in her house. That would be, that'd be the, the best Twitter photo ever, is Angie saying, hey, that here, look at the good. new doorstop I picked up at a garage sale last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> on the way to goodwill that's yeah. right you gotta you gotta do it like we have a morning show in kzok uh in uh sarah sarah and dana Bon and danny bonaducci and sarah she has a beaver and she takes pictures of her beaver all around town i want you brad to just start wow. taking your yeah, yeah i know and yeah, it's, it's it's highly inappropriate uh, i want you to take your emmy all around town now take a picture you don't what? think that'd be Oh God! Yo, it'd be awesome if you, if you, honest to God, if you out in center field, you working tonight? Oh yeah! If the center field shot tonight was you sitting at a desk (laughs) and you pull that out, who's who's working with you? Is it Kruger or Valley sitting next to you tonight? I got Val. If you got Val and Val's sitting in Val, there's no way Val's (laughs) listening to this. He's an important person. You take it out and you just set it. You don't say a word. You just set it down and, it and, and just eyeball him. And just, it's, but, a, it's a new world, Val. You're living in a whole new world. But, Brad, I want you, at, 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 in every now and again, like every minute when you're talking, I want you to have it in the middle the, be between you and Day and you and Valley, and right. you just kind of push it towards him and throw him like a cloth <laughs> and be like, Dave, why don't you shine that up? You shine that up there, big boy. That's awesome. Come on. Yeah. Just, just don't even mention it. Just have it there. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I love everything about it. I think all these suggestions are good that Puck and I are giving. Yeah. yeah. Right? Hey, should Puck and I start to should we start to accept the fact that we're not going to win an Emmy this year because they haven't called us, they haven't told us anything. Did well, we probably year, not win? Yeah, we're out. Probably not. If they haven't got a hold of you, I, I, I think it's safe to say not this year. Okay. But there's... There's always next year, man. Well, we'll do we have wards? Do we have hey. for the radio equivalent of this in the Northwest? Do I, we have that? I sure don't think so. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to be nominated. But if somehow. I go, hey, if I somehow get nominated again, yeah. I'll go and and you guys can. I'll, I'll get you my plus one and one. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, we'd be we'd be hell on wheels at the Emmys. Oh, I've seen. I'll I'll, I'll party with you TV. Can drink. No, I'll yeah. party with TV yeah. people. TV people don't know how radio people drink. They'll be shocked. Right. Yeah, we'll come after them. We'll <laughs> It'll be fun for us. Bring so. our A-game. Uh, uh, Make your way on stage. I yeah. can't believe where they're at. They're 18 games over 500. I know. And they have the second. Larry Stone had this yesterday, and it's it puts it all in perspective. There's only one team in baseball with a better record right now than the Mariners. That's it's unbelievable. The Red Sox. Wow. And they come for four this weekend, and uh, it's 
should be sellouts on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's going to be an awesome atmosphere. You know, I was looking at the standings, too. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, five teams make the playoffs. We know that. Cleveland's going to win in the Central. Red Sox, Yankees somehow will win the East. And that leaves – the Astros are going to make the playoffs, either wild card or west. So that leaves only three teams. All right, well, there's one more spot to go. Three teams in the whole league are over 500. That's the A's, and everybody knows they're not going to make it. Angels, without Otani and, and Simmons now, mm-hmm. they're going to start to fade. And the Mariners. There's only three teams that are all in the West, over 500. The chasm, it, it is like no other year where teams aren't even trying. So you've got the mega teams, and the Mariners are now one of those teams. So now they're basically in it with the Angels, and the Angels are five and a half back right now, and they've lost Otani for an, I don't know how long. You know, so I think – I was going to say, Brent – I think, Gas, it's safe to get on, I think. Get yeah, on the bandwagon. Well, yeah, and that's what I was going to say is I, I think of that every time I read the, the people who are accurately saying, hey, look at the M schedule, look at who they've played, look at who they're going to play. It may, but you know what? The, it, it Not only does it not matter, it's it, – they're, they're not going to run into that many teams. I mean, I know that right now, if you look over the last, you know, whatever, how many games they've got left, they're going to play more teams over 500. But that number may continue to shrink because of what you just said. It's a weird year yeah. in the American League. There, it doesn't appear to be any, you know, average teams. Now, maybe this will change in a month. Maybe some team will get rolling and they'll get hot. You never know. But right now, it, it just, it looks like it's haves and have nots this year. And, you know, like I said, we kind of thought this going into spring training because, uh, of all the, the really slow free agency and teams not signing players, not investing big dollars like they have in the past, because teams are saying we're not going to do that because we're not going to win this year. We're going to kind of hoard our money, draft picks, and, and rebuild. And we see it all throughout the league. And the teams that are trying, are like you know, you look at the you look at the uh, the standings, and you can see the teams that are trying. There's like five or six of them. And I don't know how much longer the Angels are going to try. Because if Otani is out for the year, they lose, obviously, a hitter. It's, it's, it's twofold, and, and their best pitcher. So now are they still in the market now to, to get a closer, which they desperately need? Do they get a starter, or do they just say, you know what, I don't think we can catch anybody, and let's just stand pat. So it's going to be interesting to see end of July. But, but you got you know, you got four in Baltimore in, in two weeks, then you've got Kansas City at home. You've got the White Sox at home, the Giants at home. Um, it, it, some tough teams, yeah, but, you know, they're, they're 18 games over 500. they They're not going to just face plan. And even, if, even if they lose both series, Boston, New York, say they go four and – what are they playing, 10 games with them? Say, you know, four and six. Say they even go three and seven. That, that, who cares? Now they're 14 over 500, and they get more teams to beat up on. I think this is, this is one of those years that's just kind of everything falling into place. Like, I'm going to say it again, guys, like 01. Ooh. The belief. Ooh. The belief. The win. Oh. It's the feeling. Sir. It's the feeling, guys. And, and let me clarify. It's, I don't know if I said record. It's wins. Because I technically the Yankees would have a better uh, winning percentage. Right. But in terms of wins, right. there's, only one team, wins. Yeah, there's only one team with more wins. That's Boston. Uh, the Yankees, Mariners, and Astros all have 42 wins in terms of winning percentage. Yep. But And everyone keeps bringing up, hey, listen, it's, you know, the Mariners haven't played anybody. Well, if you go look at, like, I'm just looking right now through the schedule of the Yankees. Now, the Yankees did play uh, Houston earlier. They were in a four-game series with Houston. They went 2-2 two and two against Houston. Other than mm-hmm. that, or excuse me, I'm talking about the Red Sox. Other than that, for Boston, okay, they played the Yankees, what, six times. Then they've played nobody else. Then they've played almost the exact right. same schedule that the Mariners have played. The, the, the teams that the Mariners guess, have beat, the Yankees have beat. Right. I think, I think with teams with 500 records, 
or, or better, I think the Red Sox are right at 500. So, I mean, they're beating up on, on the, the, the East and the teams that in the Central that they've been able to play early. So, you know, it, it's it, two more with the Angels and you got four with Boston this homestand. It's going to be really cool. And I don't think that um, the outcomes maybe matter as much as people think. You know, there's this whole thing about these last 13 games, Angels, Red Sox, Yankees, Red Sox, really going to d- determine where they're at. I, you know, I, I don't – I don't see it that way. I just think they're going to get through June. They're going to have that, keep that big cushion over the angels and just get it rolling again in July. If they do stub their toe a little bit, I, I don't think they have to have a winning record these next 13 games. I mean, it'd be nice, but I don't think that they need to. I don't think they'll tank either of these next 13 games. If they get anywhere around 500 and keep 18 over and just keep building that. I mean, I just don't see the angels keeping pace. Uh, you were, uh, I'm sure you were around yesterday and then you, you referred to this earlier, uh, about what are the Angels going to do? What was the scuttlebutt around the Angels batting cage and around their locker? It, just in terms of what they're thinking and what they're feeling right now, because they were flying high a month ago and, and who knows? Maybe this won't be their undoing, but it sure feels like they've taken a couple of pretty serious blows. Now the M's took some blows and found a way to keep winning. What, what, what's your feel about the Angels? The Angels are in bad shape right now. They've got 10 guys on the DL. And uh, Simmons, you know, is best, probably the best all-around shortstop is still a couple weeks away. You've got Otani, who guys are – Angels are hoping that this is the second uh, injection that he's had, the PRP, the platelet uh, injection in his elbow. He had one back in October, and it lasted until now. But now it's, they're saying it's a grade two tear of that UCL. So it's gotten from a one to a two, so it's gotten bigger. So if this injection PRP thing does not work, then obviously the next step is Tommy John, and then we'll see him again in, what, 2020 probably. And, and I asked some of the guys, and I don't think that he'll – I don't know if he'll be able to hit if, uh, after undergoing Tommy John. You know, I don't know how that works as far as recovery time. But that they're hoping – I mean, they're crossing fingers that, that this thing works. They're going to wait, obviously, a couple of weeks to see where, where that is. But you lose him for – you know, three, four weeks. The rotation wasn't great with him. Now without him, it's really in shambles. And, and again, with more injuries to them, it's like you've got Mike Trout and really nobody else. Cole Calhoun, they, they sent him to Arizona just to go home just to clear his head for a couple of days. I mean, he's been under 200 all year, never got anything going. Pujols is, I know we homered last night, but he's not much of a threat anymore. I mean, it, it, it's really pitch around Trout like they did smartly at the at the end when they walked them um and, and then you know have that the rest of this lineup but hey, can i just say how good and how much fun it is to watch mike trout oh, yes. i know he's an, an an angel but being a sports fan we appreciate greatness and he is so far and above better than anybody else in baseball it's like no other sport it's it's unbelievable and it's just it uh, perfect game last night two homers for him so it's fun to watch and the mariners win that was perfect. He's a freak. It, it, it always kind of begs the question that, you know, when we talk, and I hate this popularity of the sport. I mean, ba- people love baseball. But, you know, when, mm-hmm. it, when it comes to the overall popularity of it, I mean, it, it just lags behind the other ones. It's mm-hmm. behind football. Uh, it's certainly behind uh, basketball. Now, listen, on a local level, Major League Baseball is huge. You know, when's the last major ad you've seen Mike Trout do on TV? Yeah, I, I just thought about his- it picture at qfc does um a body armor the drink i think it's called body armor love it and he used to do subway right but it, you're right it's like 
I don't know if that's him or that's baseball or he just doesn't care. Um, he seems to be a pretty simple guy and not, not craving that um, niche, kind of like, you know, A-Rod, kind of building his own brand type of guy. But uh, it is interesting. Um, you don't see any of these, the, the young guys really um, marketed as well. And that's been a knock on baseball for the last couple of years, with football and basketball being ahead of them in that game. Um, Maybe they feel that they don't need to or have to. I don't know. But that, that, is, that is an interesting point that Trout is not out there more because, I mean, we're seeing a once-in-a-generation player with this guy. And it maybe, you know, Gas, maybe it's as simple as he just doesn't want the attention. It may be that. Baseball has mm-hmm. had trouble developing stars on that level, the nationwide spokesman kind because it's considered such a regional sport now and i mean they you, you know that that's it i bet i bet you go down to la i bet you see a lot of mike trout ads on tv but nationally you know it, it it's a bunch of things coming into play there i mean certainly I mean, he he has the recognition among baseball fans yeah i know he's not you know brad i know he's not as charismatic as griffey was but right. you know this guy he's a guy who should have a nike commercial i don't know who he's sponsored by maybe he's not he's right. not sponsored by nike but he, he's great unbelievable. Or, yeah. You can make right. an argument. He's the great. Well, he's the best U.S. athlete right now in the world. Here's here's how we get to the bottom of this, yeah. guys. As we bring this to a close, where we started, you, Brad Adam, walk into the Angels clubhouse today with your Emmy. Yeah. Set it down in <laughs> yeah. front of him and yeah, say, yeah, yeah. "I have some questions, yeah. Mister Trout, and I certainly What's hope you're prepared to answer." And I'm an Emmy Award winner. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be perfect. This is. I think Brad needs to take career advice from us. We really are full of good stuff. This is good. Yeah. Well, look how my career has taken off since doing the show. It so, sure yeah, has. Keep, well, keep the I, advice coming, guys. It's so true. Yeah, Trout could pull out his. He could pull out his MVPs. I got this Emmy. We can kind of compare. I like that. Hey, I'm coming down there today. Can you bring it down there? Because yes. I want to see what an Emmy looks like. Uh, I got it. Okay, I'll talk to. I'll, yeah. I'll call Angie. And only, see if, if only if Angie lets him. <laughs> Angie's never. You're never gonna get it back. I love my Angie. He's just gonna put it on her mantle and pretend and tell everybody when she has a dinner party. Well, there's Miami. There it is. There it is. <laughs> uh, love it, buddy. We'll uh, we'll see you later today. We'll talk to you next week. I'm excited about that. Cool. And hey, Gas, big day yeah, tomorrow. We're gonna talk to you tomorrow. Puck, yes! See, Puck's forgotten a lot of things. I'm he's sorry. forgotten that he has yeah. to cook schnitzel. Yeah. He's forgotten that he has a job, and he's forgotten that you're sitting in tomorrow and joining yes. me for uh, three yes. hours of scintillating part, sports talk. Part of the deal, you know, you win an Emmy, you get kind of make some demands, and I want to talk it out for at least one day. Yeah, and this right. is what bothers <laughs> me. Yes. To myself, That's I've right. got to go cook schnitzel for Loyal Heights tomorrow for my for my daughter's school. And uh, I've we've asked Brad several times to come on, and he's mm-hmm. yeah. like, "When you're out, he's like, ah, I just can't make it. It's not going to fit my schedule. Not going to fit." The second I call yeah. him up and say, "Hey, I'm not going to be there on Wednesday. You want to sit with the guests?" Oh, you damn right, I'll be there. Like, hey, <laughs> sure, no problem. I won't go to the game. Can I bring gas I won't lunch? Go to the game. Uh, there we go. <laughs> see you tomorrow, pal. All right, see you, Brad. I can do that. All right, thanks, guys. There he is, uh, Brad Adam from uh, Road Sports. And remember, coming up at 12:30, uh, we'll ask you, the listener, if you have the correct answer. Of something Brad said in our segment, something scintillating, you are going to win 50 bucks to John Howie Steak, who brings you the Brad Adams Show, the Emmy Award-winning Brad Adams Show. They say it, John Howie Steak, but nothing but the best will do. The Sounders. Uh, we got to find out what's happening with the Sounders. A Sounders preview tonight, 7 to 8 o'clock. Your host, Jackson Felt. He'll inform you what great sports talk he has coming up at 7 o'clock tonight. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk.
Coming up uh, at noon, lunch with listeners. I think we got some priceless audio, some great audio from a guy who, I mean, if if I won a championship and I if we win an Emmy next year, right. I am going to go out like this guy. And I'm also going to put a lot of money on the Capitals not repeating next year. Yeah, well, yeah. Because I don't think Ovechkin is going to stop drinking until the season they drop the puck next year. But he has an epic, if you like the, uh, who was the Eagles guy? Who was the Jason line? Kelsey? Yeah, Kelsey. Mm-hmm, yeah, this one's an all timer too. He's he hasn't stopped drinking gas since they won. He's enjoying the hell out of uh, it, as you should, right? He is enjoying that. Yeah, absolutely. And I told you this was going to happen if a team won in Vegas, they were going to be you know just hambone. But it's not. It hasn't stopped in Vegas. But but he's yeah. swimming in a fountain the other day. He's so blacked out at the uh, Nationals game. He had to throw the, the first pitch twice. Yeah, he sorry. airmailed the first one. Yeah. Then the second one was a little bit better. The best part about when they went to the Nationals game was they stayed in the suite for like hours after the game. They wouldn't leave. Right. And they're just drinking. <laughs> you got Oshie's on stage. Uh, Mount Vernon Zone, DJ Oshie's on stage today. He puts... Now, I, the only way I can describe this is going to be something that's offensive. All right? Be careful. Okay. He puts his jersey over his head and then drinks the beer through that. It looks yeah. like he's being waterboarded. Yeah. Okay. That's and then he pours the beer all over himself. Yeah. I mean, these guys are unbelievable. They they kind of, look. They're the, they're the you know you're in Washington D.C. It'd be interesting to see because that city has been championship starved and certainly Caps fans. It's almost like they're saying, "Let's see how far we could go before they, someone says, hey, guys, I mean, you got to rein it in a little bit.'" I honestly think that Ovechkin has not stopped drinking since they won the cup. I yeah. mean, because every video they showed from the Vegas to you know, he's in in the he's in his bedroom with the Stanley Cup, and his wife's there. He's barbecuing the other day. He's drinking. Yeah, you saw the video of him swimming in the fountain. Oh yeah, yeah, just swimming yeah. in the fountain. He's, yeah, I mean, this guy. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. Yeah, this is. Uh, remember oh. Fanny Fox? Are you too young to remember oh, Fanny? I don't know who Fanny Fox. Fanny Fox uh, was a um, a former stripper, best known for being oh. involved in a 1974 sex scandal with Arkansas Congressman Wilbur Mills. Sure. And uh, it happened uh, October 7, 1974. The two of them had been drinking and were driving near the waterfront in Washington D.C. at around 2 a.m. The park police pulled the vehicle over, and Fox attempted to flee the scene by jumping into the tidal basin. I don't know. And the incident generated so much publicity, and Mills ended up, he had to resign a couple months later. Oh. This is the kind of thing I'm expecting out of the Caps, they, some they, story they, like yeah, this. It's, it's unbelievable. Where you're jumping into fountains and getting the hell away from the police. So we'll have a, po- a podium audio from uh, Ovechkin coming up at the top of the hour, lunch with listeners. Tonight, though, it's 7 o'clock. That's right. The, uh, the, uh, the Magnolia Village Voice called it the best show of 2018. It's a great soccer show. I'm here to tell you right now. And Feltz is there every week. He doesn't take a day off like some of those Emmy Award winners. Sounders Weekly Preview tonight, 7 o'clock right here on 950 KJR. Feltz, what do you got stored for the listeners It's the return of Garth Loggerway. Co-host Garth Loggerway. That's outstanding. (laughs) He'll be be joining the show. Probably going to win an Emmy next year. How about if Loggerway shows up and he's a Caps fan and he's just pie-eyed? Just really is Feltz's problem for 20 minutes. Can I ask a legitimate question here since (laughs) he kind of is a co-host now of yours? Can he win an Emmy? Being a GM, but also having his own show? I have no idea. Will you ask Garth who's going to win the World Cup? Uh, I, I'm going to ask him about the World Cup. Yeah, we're sure. going to talk about that. Yeah. I want, and I want this audio for tomorrow on our recap. Okay. I want you to ask him oh God. The, the selections we made okay. and just do, don't give the name. Say, here's team, this person has team A, team this A, group, team, B, team A, team C, A, yeah. Yeah. You know team what? B, and I'll team do that. C. You know what? And I'll I want that. him 
to determine who's got the better. I want him to rank those teams in order. All right. You know what? I'll do that. There you go. That sounds like a fun thing to do. What else do you be? Garth's back in. What else do you Uh, Andrew Harvey, he called the match this last weekend. It was a win against D.C. United. We finally get to talk about a Sounders victory here on the show tonight. So 2-1 to over D.C. on Saturday. Can I ask a question? Where, Where was Stretch? Uh, he was hosting the TV broadcast. He wasn't doing the TV play-by-play, right. but he was he was the host up there in the kind of the uh, Toyota area of Central. Ah, field, all right, all right, stuff. Okay. Uh, so Andrew Harvey was doing the game for our airwaves, so he'll uh, be joining Andrew. me for Sounders Weekly. We'll be talking about the victory and uh, the what's now. I don't even know if you can call it rumors anymore, but the nearly confirmed deal uh, with Raúl Ruiz Diaz. Uh, he is a Peruvian, 27-year-old Peruvian forward. Uh, he's fast, great finishing ability. Brian Spencer said with Dave Softy Mahler and Dick Fain yesterday, uh, the exact quote was was pretty leading. It says, "Nothing is for sure. Nothing is for sure. The deal isn't done. It hasn't been signed all the way yet." And the "yet" part pretty much confirms that this thing's going to happen. Can I tell you now? Now it can be told. I, I you know, I, I mean, I, I don't think Adrian will mind if I'm saying this, but I actually, when I was in Peru last November, I was actually working on this deal. That's why I went to Peru, was okay. as an emissary of the Sounders. So what can you tell us about Rui Diaz? We, we met, what's his name again? Raul. <laughs> we, Ra- Raul Rui Diaz. Raul and I met at the uh, yeah. Gateway of the Sun at Machu Picchu, and we yeah. talked for a few minutes, and I, I told him, hey, you're going to love you're it. Lying. you got to come up. It's fantastic. Uh-huh. And, and that was yeah, that was the whole reason I was there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who do they got this week, Jackson? This week, it's uh, the New York Red Bulls. It's a Wednesday oh. match, so pregame's at 4.30 tomorrow. We're going to cut into Dave Softy Mahler and Dick Fain show. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, boy, no kidding. <laughs> Kickoff at five o'clock, and uh, it's the uh, it's the only game of this week. There's no weekend game, so it should be a, a great match. Sounder is going to be hey. nearly full health, except for Kelvin Leardham. Okay, all right, give Good me a great stuff. show. Give me a lot of fun. Nice. All right, we'll do recap tomorrow. You ask, you ask. Uh, I will. You ask Lagaway. Well, I want to know. I will. I'll, I'll be in charge of the recap. Oh, you're right. Because you'll be cooking I'm schnitzel. I'm cooking schnitzel and spetzley. Yeah. Red cabbage. That's for, what you're doing. For fourth <laughs> the grade. Third grade. I don't even know how's what that, grade my daughter's how's in. How's that pronounced again? Spetzley? Spetzley. I always thought it was spetzel. Spetzley, red cabbage, and <laughs> schnitzel tomorrow. Loyal Heights. Come on by and get a meal. I'll be there in a short order cook tomorrow. <laughs> yes, and Brad Adam will be filling in. All right, the Nooner's coming up next. Priceless song. The Nooner? Oh, my God. I love that. Nooner's back. (laughs) Oh, God. Lunch with Listeners is back. Uh, We have Priceless Audio from uh, Ovechkin. Neil Scott, he's got breaking news for you in five minutes.